Okay, let's start out here with some basic horse questions. Oh, this is going to be so good. Okay. These are good. What is a gelding? A gelding is an uncircumcised horse. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. No. It's not? It's no. Not. I mean, it's no, the same I area. Mean, it's the same region, but like everything about that answer was wrong. So no. Okay. Oh my God. Howdy and welcome to the Three Stride Podcast where we take a humorous look at the equestrian world. Here are your hosts, Laura Fernandez, Julia Hansen, and Molly Heroy. Giddy up. And giddy up. Well, welcome to the Three Stride Podcast. I love that intro. That's Buffalo Larry that did the custom intro for the show. My name is JC Fernandez, and uh, that was me in the opening clip you heard. Uh, More on that in a second. So the ladies... They're not here this week, obviously. Julia, she just got back from France. Laura is in France right now. And Molly, she wishes she was in France. Today, we're going to look back at a few of the ladies' favorite moments from the show. And as I mentioned, my name is JC. I'm also Laura's husband. So that opening clip was from episode 10. And that's when the girls gave me a quiz to see how much I know about horses. I love being at the barn. I love going to shows. I love all of it. But as you can hear in that clip... I need to study up more. Now, I wasn't the only one they quizzed that day. They also quizzed engineer Andrew. So Andrew owns the studios where they do their podcast, Neon Boulevard. Andrew's awesome, fantastic dude. But he is not involved in the equestrian world. He's been working with the, with the ladies on Three Stride for the past 10 plus episodes. So that's all he really knows about horses is what he hears Lara, Julia, and Molly talking about. So the girls wanted to see if Andrew picked up any horse knowledge along the way. Take a listen. What is a gelding? It's a great question. Uh, a gelding is a, the strap that the horse has around its neck. Okay. 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 Um, that's nice. Uh, what type of supplements do you give a horse? Protein pills. Uh, <laughs> protein pills, yes. That was so quick. Yeah. Good, good, good. Okay, Andrew, what is a blaze? Ooh, I think when the horses get cold, you throw a blaze over them and kind of warms them up. <laughs> like a blazer? Like a blazer. Exactly. <laughs> okay, okay. That's actually where it came from. Blazer. Okay. Yeah. Good, good. <laughs> a little history lesson for everybody listening at home. <laughs> Andrew's awesome. So hey, both Andrew and I need to work on our horsemanship and horse knowledge. All right, let's go back to episode five when Laura, my wife, reveals her equestrian crush. Huh? Take a listen. Who? <laughs> Is your crush in the equestrian world? Your oh. equestrian crush. Yeah. Farone. <laughs> you can't say that. No, like, like, like professional like rider. Equestrian... He's our groom. I have a crush on Farone. No, it has, to be, it has to be like a like a rider. Like people will know like so right. many people would know. Like McLean no. Ward. Farone. Alejandro? <laughs> These are her grooms. She's she's got yeah, a little let me Julia. Tell me that Farone. Okay, she's not wrong, but <laughs> okay, yeah, they're pretty sexy. All right, but <laughs> okay, um, crush. Writer. Oh, crush in the real world. But here's the thing: it's maybe not more of a, a mental. It could be like someone you like okay, admire. Admire? Well, yeah, it could be like someone you a man, or I guess it could be. It a could woman. be a woman. Could yeah. Be a woman. Okay, I'm gonna actually name um, female. Oh, <laughs> I love Reed Kessler. Okay. A male, mm-hmm. I do find Carl Cook. 
Oh, you know. Wow. I do find Carl Cook very fascinating. So more from a mental standpoint there. Not physical? But I'll tell you, I go back to Farone. You name Equestrian, and I go, like, Farone, he has these, like, cool sunglasses. I don't know if they're Oakley. And then he always wears his, like, base. Uh, no, it's his uh, cowboy hat. It's just straw. You're telling me you literally could name anyone in the Equestrian world, and she's like, Farone. Write it on my tombstone. He has Farone. His, uh, Farone forever. <laughs> okay, but I do like Jessica Springsteen and Carl Cook. Well, you have to love the honesty from Laura, Julia, and Molly here on the Three Stride Podcast. My name is JC, and I am Laura's husband, and you're listening to It's a Best Of episode of the Three Stride Podcast, but you already know that because this is a podcast. Most likely, you started from the beginning, and you're still listening now. What I, what I do love is I love watching you riders. It, it is so much fun, but it is heart-stopping. When someone takes a fall, which is what happened to Molly at a recent show. But the impressive part is Molly's rally. Take a listen to this from episode six. What was one of the most embarrassing moments in the show ring? Perhaps, okay, Laura, set me up for this one. Perhaps last weekend. Woof. <laughs> um, I fell off not once, but twice last week. I actually don't really get embarrassed by falling off. But when you fall off, and I fell off in the warm-up ring... And it was impressive. My trainer is like me. La-di-da. Like, I've seen kids get thrown. Everything happen. I've never seen her break into a run. I looked up, and she was running towards me. I was like, oh, my God. Am I dead? No. Is my spirit leaving my body? So what happened? So I was cantering up to the oxer, getting ready to go in. And probably like meter 15 oxer in the warm-up ring. And I I knew that the distance wasn't going to be great, But I just kind of kept riding, and she ended up stopping, not super hard, stayed on through that. And then as a correction, I kind of sat there and held her straight and put my spurs in her. She proceeded, which I think this was her honestly trying to do the right thing and fix the mistake. She proceeded to rear onto her hind legs and then leap off of her two back feet, just launch herself off of her two back feet and jump the meter 15 oxer. From a standstill? From a standstill. Molly. I went, my trainer, who is not dramatic and is like, oh, you're fine. Judy is so chill. She's like, you just fell off a building. That's how high in the air you went. So she launches. So you are at a standstill right at the base of the jump. Mm -hmm. You spur her. She gets on her hind legs. And then from that standstill launches. Does she clear the jump or does she land on top of the poles? She clears the front rail and knocked the back rail of the oxer out, obviously. So how did you just shoot up in the air? I shot. I was catapulted straight up in the air. And then I landed kind of almost in front of her like I looked up and she was and she luckily is very quick on her feet and made sure to not step on me and everything else and it was her attempt I think to do the correct thing that she thought I was asking of her but it I mean you could not recreate that scenario ever again I've never seen it no I've never even heard anything and that's the thing we hadn't even discussed the fall and because it again I refuse I don't really like watching fall videos nor do I like seeing fall pictures it's just not my jam but I you had said you fell in the uh, warm-up ring so I'm thinking just I mean not like it just but a biff of like okay I yeah like a casual this is insane I have never heard anything like that you were wearing your uh, safety vest right Yes. And I've fallen off of my vest a few times where it's like, okay. Wait, did you go in the show ring then? Yeah, I did. (laughs) 
without the vest? No. So luckily one of my good friends was standing there with the vest and I was like, shoot, they're going to have to hold the ring while I reload my vest. She was like, oh, here, just take my Oh, okay. I didn't even think about that. But like, I mean, the whole ring stopped. Every trainer in there walked over and I could, they were like, are you okay? You're okay. But really I was, I mean, I'm a little sore now, but I felt fine. I just, the wind was knocked on me. So I couldn't get air. How did you get compose yourself? Because it is a little bit daunting. A little bit, a little daunting to fall in the warm up ring and then get up and then compete. I want to analyze this a little bit. Do you take deep breaths? Do you count? How do you reset yourself after that to give yourself the mental capacity to then enter the show ring? Honestly, that was a really crazy experience where it was like in my mind, that will never happen to me again in my lifetime. No. I, that, it, I'm not going to go in the ring. and ha- It's not like, oh, she stopped and I and I flew off because she stopped. That wasn't something that I even had in my mind, this is ever going to happen again. Mm-hmm. So once I realized I was okay and in the way that I fell and from how high I fell, my air vest, I think I would have at bare minimum because I landed on my back and kind of on my right side. I would have at least had broken ribs and the way that the air vest comes up and like holds your head kept my neck still. I mean, it was truly a miracle lifesaver and that's in that oh, totally. type of fall. But I got up and Jenny's like, okay, like, you know, take a breath, make sure you're okay. Let the adrenaline go down. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're actually fine. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm fine. I, I just had the wind knocked out of me. And I look over and the groom's taking the <laughs> saddle off and he's like, this this girl's dead. Like, <laughs> She's this, not getting back on. We're done here. Like, this is the end of our show week. Yeah. It's Sunday afternoon. Like, yeah. I was like, I'm going home early. <laughs> um, and I'm like, I think I'm fine. Put me back on. And Judy's like, okay, whatever you want to do, go with your gut. It's, I go, honestly, I think I'm fine. So I just got back on, jumped a couple jumps, went in there, go clear. Killed it. Killed it. But then by that point, my brain was so <laughs> rattled that I'm like, oh my God, I jumped clear for the first time all week and I don't know the jump off. Okay, I'll just jump the first two jumps and I'll have to see number three. Yep. I knew where the first two jumps were, but there was four jumps in a line and so I was pointed at the wrong one and <laughs> pulled out and went to the other one within two strides. And so I pushed her right through the front rail. She was so compliant and so good, honestly. I, not to humanize her, but I think maybe she felt bad. She probably was like, I'm so sorry. I was trying to do the right thing and I Aww. launched you. Yeah, it was it was a lot. And No, that's really heavy, but I do. But I ended know, up seventh. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. Like, there was that 47 people in no, that class. No, that's a competitive division too. Yeah. It's not like you're dealing with. And then with- I was mad because I was like, how cool would it have been to have that ridiculous yeah. fall and go in and just be like, I'm doing the victory gallop. But <laughs> missed it by a couple of places. No. I I mean, I think that's one thing that we all really admire about you, though, Miles, is that you are such a brave and strong and even keeled person. And I really do think that helps so much with your riding. And it's also just so fun to be around you. That was your nice little compliment. What I have learned over the years is that Carl Cook is one of the best riders and a guy that is loved by many of the riders out there. Heck, I even fangirl when I see him at a show. Well, here from episode eight is Julia's first encounter with Carl Cook. And of course, it was done in a very Julia way. But who is your equestrian crush? Immediately, Carl Cook. Well, okay. Tell the story, though. I was tell the say, story now. Oh, do you want to actually start? Because you've been riding a little. Let's let's backtrack a little bit. Okay. You've been riding since you were eight years old, mm-hmm. growing up in the equestrian world. Mm-hmm. 
Carl Cook was was an icon. He's still an icon. Oh yeah, I feel like he's he's still a really big deal. Um, remember, but growing up, yeah. I remember all of you gals talking about Carl Cook all the time. Now, when did you meet him? I had to have been probably 13, 14. I'm prime pirate shirt Julia. I mean, I am. Will you please explain what uh, pirate shirt Julia is? And we need to we need to find a pic and share it. On we will, social but uh, paint is... the picture. Remember, this is audio. It was the days where you have the really ill-fitting like, rat catchers. They were called. Yes. The, oh my gosh! The... And you had to get them embroidered. Have a what little... were they called? Rat, rat catchers. R A T. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I don't know the origins of that, but as your resident. Tack and equestrian clothing expert. expert. I can confirm that was rat. Ca- I forgot. Mm-hmm. And they were the stiffest. They were like men's dress shirts. It yes, was awful. that's exactly what it was. They were men's dress shirts, and then you had that separate collar you had mm-hmm. to put over it, it with a pin you. or embroidery. Yes, it was in those days. We didn't have you like would stretchy get... fabric. We didn't. It was starched. Yeah, horrible on the skin. Everything about it was and bad. I was so long, but so skinny that I would have to get a bigger size to. Like go th- down to my wrists properly. So when I would ride, that bad boy would blow up like a sail. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked, we called it Pirate Shirt Julia because I looked like, you know, pirates have those white kind of. Yeah, really yeah, you know, you're, you're doing a good job painting that yeah. picture. So that was what I had. I had that with really tight because my waist was small. So I had. We get it. She was skinny. I was really, it's like a model. <laughs> <laughs> I was built like a stick, but in the most awkward way so i was at south point and carl cook at this time was the first grand prix writer i had seen that was younger and i was like who is that man that boy i was 14 i'm like oh we're really close in age like it's easy it's like we're the same person basically so i go up to him in the warm-up arena (laughs) oh just a straight approach straight up oh it's me on my off the track thoroughbred charlie I'm doing the two three hunters. I am in ill-fitting boots. I walk up to him in my getup, and I remember he had, like, lost a bet or something. So he had a shaved mohawk, and he was on his horse just walking. No helmet how old are, How old were you? I'm probably 14, okay. 13 or 14. And he's got to be, like, early 20s, I would say. Yeah, maybe. He's younger than me, I think, so, but not by much, so. There was probably, like, a six to seven year maybe age difference. difference between him and I and I remember just seeing him all week and I was like here's my shot the good lord's given me this man and I'm farina and I'm gonna go up to him so I walk up on my thoroughbred and I'm like let's see his mohawk and I go I like your haircut looks good oh and I and then he looks at me and I remember this he was kind of like oh, oh thanks and I was like you're welcome and I walked away <laughs> I went back to bar and I told all the girls, I was like, ladies, guess what? Just guess who's getting him. married? And uh. I told them, I was like, yeah, I went up to him. And I remember even my mom was, you did that? You went up to him and told him that? And I was like, yeah, equestrian to equestrian. <laughs> all right, before I go, I do want to say congratulations to Laura, Julia, and Molly on the success of the Three Stride podcast. And every single one of you listening right now, I, I know it means so much to the ladies that you listen and download this podcast every week. And I do want to point out one more thing. I work in TV and radio, and I pick up on these, these little broadcasting nuances of the show. And what I've noticed is how the energy of the show has grown. Let's go back to the opening line of the very first episode. Here it is from episode one. <laughs> okay. Are we just... We're going to go. Okay. We are going to go. Uh, this is Laura. 
<laughs> uh, and this is the Three Stride Podcast. This is Julia. So we are the hosts, and that's Molly. Say hi, Molly. Hi, guys. Mm, that was a nice hello. You can tell the show, it's new. It's a, it's a good opening. They're, they're a little bit timid. But boy, oh boy, how the ladies are now rolling in hot with that big money intro. I leave you with my favorite show open. We go from episode one to episode 11. And again, thanks for listening to Three Stride Podcast. It comes out every Tuesday. Be sure and tell your friends. Subscribe, like, tag, do all the fun stuff. Take a listen to this. Andrew's like, sounds Andrew's like, you guys are engineer. Andrew, I'm only getting more energetic and hyped as we continue on. Someone had some coffee. I had some espresso. Uh, Decaf coffee (laughs) makes me hyper. (laughs) The taste of coffee on my tongue. I'm down to no snacks. No, no you have that. You have, kombucha. you have an apple and bag. a whole bag of granola and you just it's deep throated a banana. It's chickpeas. chickpeas. Chickpea. Can I try one? ASMR. Oh, I know. I was like, can we like oh, yeah. this? Welcome to Three Stride. This is podcast. a Three Stride podcast. We are all caffeinated. Caffeinated. Oh. <laughs> Everyone match my tone. Oh, I'm sick. <laughs> 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 <laughs>